You're listening to the rpetshealth.com podcast, and I'm your host, Dr. Alex Avery. On this show, I bring you pet health discussions that allow you and your pet to live a healthier, happier life. Remember too, you can call into the show on the anchor.fm app if you have any comments or questions. So let's get started. So you've made the big decision to bring a puppy into your family, and you're asking yourself how to buy a healthy puppy. Well, there are many pitfalls to avoid and to help make sure that your puppy is as healthy and as happy as possible. But where is the best place to buy a puppy? Hi, I'm Dr. Alex Avery from ourpetshealth.com. And if we've not met before, this channel is all about helping you and your pet to live a healthier, happier life. So consider subscribing. So depending on what puppy you decide you want, there are a number of different options when it comes to finding out where the best place to buy a puppy is, and at the same time, making sure that they are as healthy as possible. Now, broadly speaking, these are professional or regular breeders, private homes, rescue centers, and pet shops. The first big step is deciding what dog breed is best for your family. Do you want a purebred dog, or are you happy with a mixed breed, which may actually be healthier and cheaper in the long run? What size is best, and will their temperament and character be a good match for your family and your lifestyle? Are there any common conditions that they might suffer from that you really should be prepared for? How much might these cost in treatment, and how might they affect the quality of life of your dog and their future? So how do you buy a healthy puppy? How do you decide where the best place is, and which puppy is right for you? After all, you want them to be as healthy as possible, and not come with a long list of hidden conditions. One of the first places to turn would be professional recommendations. This might be from your local veterinarian, but it could also be from a respected dog trainer or a groomer. They may know of clients of theirs who are either breeders or whose pet is expecting a litter of puppies. They will clearly not be able to guarantee that you will be getting a perfectly healthy puppy, but if a dog is known to these people, then it is unlikely that they will fall into the must-avoid puppy mill category. The worst breeders generally wouldn't take their dogs to the vet, groomer or trainer, although obviously there are exceptions to every rule. Now, personal recommendations from friends would be the next option to investigate. If someone you know and trust got a healthy puppy themselves from a breeder, then you could reasonably expect the same. The alternative is that you might just find out who would be better to avoid buying a puppy from completely. So next, if both of these options fail to turn up your perfect healthy puppy, then another option is to buy one from a registered breeder that is also a member of the Kennel Club or a similar organisation. Now these organisations may run an assured or accredited breeding register and that ensures that a minimum standard is met by the breeder. When you are not able to get a personal recommendation, then this can give you some reassurance and a little bit of peace of mind um, as to how that your potential puppy had been bred and looked after. Any responsible breeder, be they professional or just the owner of a pregnant pet, should also be more than happy to answer questions. They should positively encourage multiple visits when a puppy is too young to be rehomed. And you should be able to see the puppy with their mother in their normal environment. To know that it really is the mother you're seeing them with and not just another random female dog, you should see the puppy suckling from her and you'll also be able to tell by the level of interaction between the puppies and the female dog. When you visit, also consider what conditions the puppies are in. Are they clean? Do they smell bad? Are they thin? Do they have big pot bellies? Are they actually scared or hesitant to interact with you? And they should be really quite keen to have new people to play with. These might all be signs that they are, they are being brought up in conditions that are less than ideal. A breeder really should also be picky about who gets to buy their puppies. 
many will have a waiting list and that can actually be a really long waiting list and so they do not need to worry about whether someone will actually buy their puppies or not and this means that they should be asking you plenty of questions even more than you're asking them about your lifestyle and circumstances just to make sure that their precious puppies end up in the right home. This is a sign they care and so they're likely to have bred puppies responsibly and looked after the puppies well. One thing to be aware of, and this doesn't just apply to kennel club breeders, is the fact that some breeders will focus on obtaining the most extreme version of the breed standard confirmation for their breed. This is seldom a good thing, with the result often being an increased risk of health issues later on in life. Now, nowhere is this more apparent than the current trend for breeding dogs with more and more squash noses, such as pugs and French bulldogs. And their bodies have really become so squashed that they often suffer from breathing issues, from skin disease, and even spinal problems. Now, this is something to consider, not just when deciding what breed you want, but also which breeder to use. Never buy a puppy from an advert in the paper or internet ads without satisfying yourself that the puppy's conditions and upbringing are the same as you would establish from a breeder. How do you know that you're not supporting puppy mills or puppy farms if you don't see the conditions that the puppy is living in and being raised in? How do you know if you don't talk to the owners and meet the puppy's mother in person? Also, never just meet a breeder or owner halfway on the side of the road or in a service station. This happens. I've seen the results and all too often, unfortunately, the puppy is in a poor condition and it's got some really serious health problems. It's so sad to see these puppies, but in rescuing them, you're actually supporting terrible breeders who have no thought for the welfare of their dogs or puppies. By giving them money, you're positively encouraging this behavior. So it's for this reason too that you should think again about buying a puppy from a pet shop. The vast majority of pet shop puppies come from unethical puppy mills. They may come with serious existing disease and they're often poorly socialized. It is only by refusing to buy puppies from these puppy mills that they will ever shut down. Otherwise, they will keep making money and keep breeding puppies. Check out my other video for my 10 reasons not to buy a pet shop puppy to learn more. So my final option to consider in how to buy a healthy puppy is to actually buy your puppy from a shelter or rescue center. Now these dogs find themselves being abandoned, often due to relationship breakdown, a house move, a new baby arriving, so abandoned through no fault of their own. In the US, six and a half million animals enter the shelter system every year, with around one and a half million being euthanized. In Australia, 200,000 animals are thought to be euthanized, and in the UK, the number is about 20,000 rescue animals that are euthanized. That's a huge number of dogs, and it's a global issue. So, while some may have to be euthanized due to medical or behavioral reasons, many are simply victims of being unwanted and abandoned. This huge number means that rescue shelter dogs come in all shapes, they come in all sizes and all ages. Very often they'll already have been vaccinated, they'll have been microchipped and neutered, so spayed or castrated. They'll probably even be toilet trained and you can really be matched to a dog who is a great fit for your family. Shelter dogs, they go through vet checks and they'll often also have behavior and temperament testing just to make sure that there are no surprises and that they are suitable for rehoming. Also, if they've been looked at by and looked after by a foster family and lived in a foster home as well, then you'll also know what they're like in a home situation away from the shelter environment, which is very different to home life. You should ask just as many questions and a shelter will be just as eager to find out all about you. After all, the last thing they want is to see the dog back again because things just didn't work out. You'll truly be rescuing a dog and giving it a second chance. 
and a proper forever home. And that will feel great. So when you're looking to buy a healthy puppy, go into any decision with open eyes and certainty. Having a dog is a lifetime commitment that may last close to 20 years in some cases. It should not be done on impulse and a puppy should never be given as a surprise gift. Research the right dog breed for your family. Understand the time and energy that you'll need to put into them. Make sure that you have the time and a plan in the early days when socialization is so important. Our dogs bring so much to our lives. It's only right that we respect them as family members. We deserve our full attention and commitment. So I really hope today's topic has helped you. Please call into the show at anchor.fm. I would really love to hear from you. If you'd like more information on anything I've discussed, then head over to ourpetshealth.com. And if it's your first time listening, also think about signing up to my website newsletter to make sure that you never miss out on future content and allow me to continue to help you and your pet to live healthier, happier lives. So until next time, I'm Dr. Alex from Our Pets Health, because they're family.